Hey everybody, it's Adam. I'm just gonna pop in real quick and say that if there's any mechanics or rolling stuff that kind of sounds different in last time's episode and this episode than kind of what you're used to, it's because we're trying out Fate Core as a game system instead of uh, our heavily, heavily Frankenstein bolted together version of World of Darkness. Uh, Fate Core is a really, really simple system that allows us to, I think, do a lot of things we weren't doing really well previously on Brute Force. So I hope that you like the new kind of change in pace. There's a little bit more action in this episode than on a standard Brute Force episode. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, you know, action and combat, I feel, are more accessible in this engine than in the one that we were working with before. You know, we've always kind of built this show around the role-playing side first and mechanics like probably 800th down the list of important things. Um, so this kind of feels weird to have the one big interruption that I've ever really had at the beginning of a show be related to mechanics. But it was really the only way that made sense to me to kind of explain uh, something that is fundamentally a pretty big shift for us as gamers and certainly for me as a GM. So as always, your feedback is welcome and appreciated. So let us know what you think about the new system, either by, you know, commenting on the post or sending us a message on Twitter. And it goes without saying that we are always looking for more feedback on iTunes. It goes a long way for more people finding the show, which allows us to, I guess, get a little bit of a fuzzy feeling in our stomach that makes us think that people like what we do. So thank you all for being so supportive of our show. And I will let Jasper take it away. I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hey, everybody. It's Patrick, and I play Ezra the Golem. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the Storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Welcome to the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. I am Jasper Spitwistle, and I must say it's such an auspicious night here at the Gilded Ram. Perhaps it is fate what brought us together here under the myriad candlelights uh, that uh, dance about like fireflies in the evening. Did you like that? I've been working on, on, on my poetry, really, as of late. Uh, you know, I, if you're a bard, you know, you have to be trained in, in several different uh, areas of expertise. Now, I mean, of course, uh, my, my, my number one medium is in storytelling, but you know, you really do have to branch out. They make you do these um, uh, continuing education uh, certification programs, and if you really want to stay up on the newest and greatest things, you really do have to continually try to hone your craft. You know, because you hear stories all the time of uh, bards that, that, that get down on their luck, you know. They, they fall a little bit behind on uh, the, the newest trends and, and fashions of the, of the industry. And, um, you know, next thing you know, nobody's listening to their stories. Their music is, you know, trite and uh, unappreciated. And even, you know, if they try to, to bust out a little uh, dance routine here or there, you know, people would be serving them left and right and they'd be trying to serve other people 
but they themselves would be the ones getting served. And so that's not the type of thing I ever want to have happen to me. So, you know, I always try to keep, you know, up to speed on the latest and greatest, you know. Uh, it's just a personal uh, message from me to you. Whatever your your business is, whatever your your area of expertise, you know, try to stay current. All right. Well, enough of that. Let's get into the story. Well, what we were last time, uh, Mort may have made some grave mistakes. Um, there's no pun intended there. I don't mean grave mistakes because he's a skeleton. I'm not. I don't do that kind of humor. Um, I also don't mean it to reference the fact that he unleashed a plague of vampires across Serestio because that's kind of what happened let's be completely honest with the situation but anyway he was back right he was back in the Buxomi Tigris uh, where he and his friend Lola the Harpy and Ezra the Golem were all together and I was there as well and also Yanov Boulderbelt who I think they really just kind of barely tolerated to be completely honest but while Mort relaxed in his bed, a dastardly and deadly plan had already been set in motion. All right, where we last stopped, Mort had just woken up with a salty crotch after um, being at the bottom of the ocean. I'm okay. sorry, wait, uh, salty so, crotch? Yeah. I mean, it just happens to people sometimes. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, more, more. You just you wake up and uh, you're having a hard time kind of getting your bearings because um, it feels like I mean, you feel pretty well rested, despite the fact that, you know, you spent your night uh, off somewhere gallivanting through uh, the ocean. Um, but it's pitch black in here still. And there I mean, there was only one thin like. A little window on one side of this room when you guys were in here, you know, if it's if it's morning, it should be they should be bright in here. At least a little bit of light should be coming in. But it's it's still pitch black in here. Um, so it feels like it might still be kind of the middle of the night. Um, is Lola in my room or is she in another room? Yeah. So you guys were were probably staying in the same the same room. I'm, obviously, I think Ezra would not be in the same room as you guys because he was very busy mm-hmm, when last mm-hmm, when last mm-hmm. we in, encountered poor ezra um so yeah i think that i mean that's up to you guys would you guys be staying in the same room i think so safety in numbers yep okay all right then yeah lola is there um i i feel like i've had like a full night's rest so i go over to the window and have a look outside and see what i can see all right. Well, uh, in, in no time at all, you get over to the window and, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's strange cause it looks like there's a little bit of light filtering through, um, but not a lot and not, and you really can't see out and it looks like it almost like the, the window's covered with something on the outside. Does the window open? Uh, there is no window per se. There's not it's, any glass in it. It's just kind of an opening. All right. Uh, You're on the second floor, so I mean, safety still, but you know. I stick my hand through the opening. Okay. Well, uh, you get like the back of like a canvasy material that feels like it's really kind of tight. It's like something has been like drawn over this window. Um, and, you know, it's not super big opening. I mean, you couldn't fit through here. You could probably, I mean, you can get your arm through there, obviously, but it's not made for like actually getting out through Is anyway. Is it more like an arrow slit? Yeah, okay. yeah, you can think of it that way. 
Lola, are you are you awake? Lola, what? What? Why? Why? Um, I I think that. Defumigating the, the building or something. I'm not. Um, I'm not sure what that means, but what? The, the the building seems to be covered with something that's don't, got a sheets over it, or a, how? I don't know what? what's going on. Why would you think it has a sheet over a building? Because I just there, touched is it. There, they're just like a poster over the window. No. No, look, look, come here. Come have a look at this. She kind of turns a head over to you, one eye slitted open like, and boneless,ly kind of rolls off the bed and makes her way over. What? What? Look, look, watch this. I stick my hand through and prod the material again. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to look at. Like, it doesn't even really bow too much. Whatever it is, it is, it is tight. It's like as tight as a drum out there. Yeah, could there not just be like a poster over the window? That I, I, I think you're still a, a little sleepy. Um, I pull out my dagger and try and cut through the material or whatever it is. All right. Yeah. I mean, so you pull out the dagger and you try to just cut into it. And I mean, you're able to, but man, it's thick. It is thick canvas. Uh, but yeah, you could cut a slit through there. And as you do, light starts pouring in uh, to the room. And it, I mean, it might be like, you know, seven, eight o'clock in the morning. I mean, it's, it, it's bustling down there. Uh, but below you, you hear um, some frantic yelling from downstairs in the brothel. Oh God, what's Ezra doing now? Lola says, and he makes her way out to try to see if she can defuse him. All right. So as you walk out into the hallway outside your room, you'll know you notice that it is pitch black out here as well. Um, And as soon as you walk out into the hallway, something uh, smacks you right in the side of the head uh, and you kind of stumble back into the room and a very large uh, mantis like creature uh, pops back up from the ground. It apparently was flying through the air and just whacks you in the side of the no. face. Um, these things you you may uh, have seen them before. Um, they're called a shrouded mantis. Um, if you studied any uh, books of local uh, flora and fauna, oh, which I'm you probably sure she did. Has. Uh, you would know though about the sh- the shrouded mantis. Uh, it's one of the most deadly insects in the world. Um, it is approximately 18 inches long and about nine inches high. It to us it would look like a mixture between a mantis with like a scorpion's tail uh, and 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 really large wings of like a like a like a like a yellow jacket okay. or something. You know these huge beating wings. Um, but yeah, this thing this thing whacks you in the side of the head. Lola shrieks. And flings herself back in the room and slams the door shut. <laughs> You're right. She's like brushing at her face, like, get it off, get it off! There's nothing there. What's oh, wrong? Oh, oh, God. What the hell? What? Uh, 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 do you know what a shrouded mantis is? Uh, the, the, the nasty yeah, steam yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's one in the hall. Uh, but, I, okay, those things are kind of rare. What? What? Mm, she says and 
Did, is there a net in here? Is there something? Is there a fly swatter? It, there's a, a sheet. You could throw a sheet over it. Can we fashion some some arrows and a sheet to make a makeshift <laughs> fly net? Fly swatting arrows. <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to make a fly swatter? No, or are net. you trying to make a I'm net? I'm trying to make a net. Yeah, I mean, you guys have bed sheets, and uh, there's presumably maybe there's like a little broom in the corner okay, or something perfect, like that. Perfect. Um, so yeah, let's. Uh, why don't you roll me? Uh, why don't you roll me a crafts? So I don't think you have any bonuses to crafts. So if you just want to give me just a straight roll and see what okay. you get. Uh oh, I got two, and that's a minus one, and that's a neutral, so uh, one. Okay, so you make a uh, fairly workmanship but uh, workmanlike but good enough uh little net so yeah you've got something that would fashion as a net to catch uh one shrouded mantis okay she says okay okay i don't want to get this too close to this thing uh they are real nasty and uh pretty deadly so uh maybe i can hold the net and you can maybe cock an arrow or two just in case and I'm gonna try to catch this thing. Oh, okay. Um, I'll be ready. I knock uh, a couple of arrows in my double bow. Okay. She she like does a little like Maori pump up dance. <laughs> oh, I hate these things. And uh, kind of peeks through the door. A crack. Uh, yeah, so it's still there, okay. and uh, as you're as you're like trying to get an uh, like a real gauge on where it's at, uh, another one flies <gasps> past the crack of the window, she, or I mean the crack of the door. She slams the door shut again. Oh shit! Ah, well, is a, it still there? No, there's a couple of them still out there. Oh. The screams downstairs are intensifying. Um. This, uh... I'm worried about Ezra. Uh, doesn't sound good. Uh, okay. How... Could you just... If there's more than one out there, maybe can... Can you just kill it? I... Open the door and shoot my double bow. Both arrows at the two different shrouded mantises. Man mantises? Okay. Mantisai? Mantai? <laughs> Hopefully you won't need plural in a second here, right? <laughs> um so I've got a plus three to my range, but because mm -hmm. I'm using the double bow, I take one off, so plus two to each. So the first one is uh one. Okay. Second it misses him. Four. Whoa. Uh, yeah, that one is uh, so strangely you missed the one on the ground, uh, <clears> but <throat> you got the one that's flying past, and you pinned it to the wall on the other side of the hallway. Got one. I quickly go back in the room, slam the door. <laughs> well, one, one down. Your turn. Gross, 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 gross. <laughs> uh. Wait, my I can't fire an arrow. Don't don't you? Oh no, you don't have fireballs, do you? Uh, no. You should really learn learn fireball. Uh, so you 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 may not have checked out this part of your 
character sheet, but under the stunts, you do have something called Arcane Bolt. Oh, yes, I do. And it's basically like firing an arrow. It just lets you use Arcana instead of shoot. So you can like pew pew with your fingers let's, now. Let's do it. I want to do that. All right. So I got plus three. So maybe I'll actually be able to hit something. Uh Oh, oh, no, no, I can't. <sighs> Wait, I got. So I got. So that's minus one plus three. So two. Okay, well, it rolled a negative two Yay! to try to jump out of the way. So uh, what happens when an arcane bolt hits a shrouded mantis? Uh, it, so she, she kind of really quickly flings the door open and, and points with a shaking hand towards this thing because she thinks they're disgusting. And it almost like it's stuck a fork in a toaster, just kind of like seizes up. And shakes and then kind of smokes a little bit and uh, crumples up. Okay. Whew. All right. Almost like that's Good. the first time I've ever used that. Good job. <laughs> ew, ew, ew. When did you learn that one? I've always known it. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so I want to I wanna make I sure that I always did it when you weren't looking. <laughs> right? Uh, I want to make sure that there's no more of these things out there. Uh, you hear a cacophonous buzzing from down the hallway. Oh, there's God. the, I mean, the wings are, uh, everywhere. It seems like this place is lousy with shrouded mantises. Oh, boy. Uh, uh. I think we're going to need more than some arrows and <laughs> arcane things to do with this. Uh, uh, I I guess that that's why there's a sheep thing over the building. They're trying to contain them, or, or trying something. to keep them out. Oh God! I, I where where the heck did these things come from? Uh, we gotta find Ezra. Uh, I I peer out through the little slit I made. Does everything look normal outside? Yeah, uh, it looks pretty normal. Um, there's a handful of people like standing around, kind of like pointing up at the building uh, from the other side of the street, uh, and a small crowd has kind of started to gather around and kind of look at the at the, at the goings on. Uh, but it's not like people streaming out into the streets. Like these bugs are not visible from outside or anything. Hmm. Okay, so so it seems that the bugs are in here and not out there coming in here. So um, I would I would also like to be out there. Yes, I uh, think that's that's a very good idea. I think we need to get the hell out of Dodge, as they say. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's see if we can track down Ezra. If I mean, if he's not already outside, uh, and help anyone in here get out. Sounds like a plan. Let's uh, go yeah. carefully. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and knock on the other doors to see if anyone answers. You're taking the time to knock on the doors when there are <laughs> these things are flying down the hallway. Oh, okay. Well, are there more? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there. So, yeah, if you get out into the hallway, I mean, these things are, are kind of everywhere. There's ones crawling on the ceiling. They're crawling on the walls. Um, Can we? Um, yeah. I, as you as you I, walk out into the hallway, one flies kind of right into you and, and tries to uh, try to tries to sink a tail full of venom into your your shoulder. So I'm going to need you to roll no. to defend against this thing, uh, envenomating your shoulder. Okay. 
Uh, I would like to um, see if I can defend with my Arcana by um, using it like my prestidigitation to make it look like I have an extra appendage or extra bit that it's actually sinking its tail into, but it's actually just going straight into air. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I got four. Okay. Well, it rolled a, a negative two. So, uh, so yeah, this thing lands on your shoulder and it goes to like stab its, uh, its little scorpion tail into your arm and like a, 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 a very realistic looking hand comes up to like block it. Uh, and it tries to plunge its, its stinger into that hand and it just goes right into it. It's, uh, the illusion the illusion dissipates, but it kind of was expecting to find purchase there. And right. so it kind of loses a little bit of balance and stumbles off of your arm. Uh, so now it's on the ground. Is this a situation in which we're going to have to, um, start picking these things off to be able to make our way out? Uh, this is a situation when you are trapped in a building full of, uh, <laughs> of deadly bugs. So, and so it is whatever so you want it to be. Are they just flying around or are they trying to attack? Uh, they are very aggressive. I want to pull out one of my party favors. Okay. Uh, well, from the, the deck. Yeah, from my from deck. deck. I want to maybe duck into, have us duck into one of the rooms. For safety, and then huck these one of these things like a grenade to the far side of the hall to see if they'll go after it. And I have no idea what is going to come out of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. So, were you drawing this card, John? Two clubs. Okay. So you draw two a club. Well, you draw this thing out and you toss it down the hallway like a grenade. And when it hits the ground uh, further down the hallway, uh, up into existence springs a little green kobold. Aww. And, uh, yeah, these things descend on it pretty quickly. Uh, they're chasing it. Uh, but, I mean, realistically, you have a little bit of control over this. So, like, you could try to make it run down the stairs and, like, try to draw things off or whatever yeah, kind you Yeah, is there any way that I can get it to go into one of the rooms? Like draw, one, draw, one of those... draw it down the... Draw it down the corridor. Em- empty this corridor if you can. I've got, got an idea. Okay, so I'm going to have it run up and down the corridor, pulling these things to it like a mob, and... Are you kiting all of my oh, shrouded man- well, mantises right now? <laughs> okay, yeah, so they they uh, they see this, uh, this juicy-looking little kobold, and they are interested, so they uh, start kind of forming in on it. Now, the downside about illusions is, is they kind of break... Uh, when they get uh, interacted with or attacked. So, um, so far it's Jukin and Jiven, um, but you probably don't have too much longer before one of these things tries to lay a stinger into it. I'm just like with a giant thing of cotton candy and a room full of bugs trying to get it to stick to this thing and follow it as much as I can. Mm -hmm. And so once the corridor is clear or almost clear, um, I'm going to take a sheet from the bed uh, and a couple of my arrows, I'm going to block off the corridor by, like, pinning the corners of the sheet to, like, the, the walls where insects would like the ceiling. It's basically make, like, a wall out of the sheet, if you see what I mean. Okay, so explain to me kind of your placement. Like, are you... So, let me explain the... the let me Let me explain the kind of the layout of the building that you're in a little better so that you can tell me kind of where this is happening and where you're blocking it off. 
Okay. okay. So the downstairs area is kind of all one giant open bar area. Mm-hmm. And there is behind the bar, uh, like a area that goes back into like a kitchen area. Um, but it's all just one giant room. And as you're entering in, if you go all the way across the other side and to the far back right wall, there's a stairway that goes up to the area that you guys are in. And it doesn't, and it, and it's kind of, uh, like a split level type of thing. It doesn't operate over itself, you know? And so you go up this stairs and there's that hallway that you're in. Now you guys were in the first room to your left as you get up there, um, was where you guys stay the night. And then the rest of the rooms are further down that hallway. And Ezra was kind of down uh, yeah, so near the end of that hallway. I to block off the hallway from like the, the stairs so that we can safely explore the rooms to find Ezra without being attacked by bugs. Okay. You absolutely could do that. Do you want a roll of some kind? Uh, no, I mean, you're not really doing a whole lot except for pinning some, pinning some arrows into some corners. So we're going to say that that's something that, that I think you could absolutely manage. So it's sort of like sealing it off so that we can, yeah, it may, not be, it may not be bug you know, tight, but it's certainly gonna it's certainly gonna suffice to make sure that you don't have a swarm of like a hundred of these things flying in at you. Yeah, and then we're gonna go and see if we can find Ezra in one of the rooms. All right, so you managed to pin up this sheet and create um, a pretty decent little barrier of, um, uh, uh, I guess, a sheet barrier, a linen barrier, and it's not that hard because you know. Dinderast, by and large, is a is a kingdom of deserts. This place is primarily made out of sandstone and like adobe type material. Uh, so, you know, you're able to to jam it into the clay of the walls uh, without too awful much issue. Where the hell did these things come from? Um, I've no idea. Are they known in this area? Um, yeah, so you would know that the the shrouded mantis is native to kind of the desert areas of Dinderas, but they don't they're not like a hive animal like this many of them do not exist in one place um i i mean yeah they're from here but they don't group up like this they're not i don't know maybe there's an infestation maybe they got a shipment in and it was filled with them i don't know uh Bananas. They they yep. always come they with always the bananas. Come with bananas. Um, uh, maybe maybe there's something attracting them to to this place. Maybe. Do you do you sense any strange magics in in the air? Could I do an Arcana check? Absolutely. Sweet. Uh, ooh. So that's a five. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's good. So that is a success with style, which means that you get to create some sort of um, aspect, some advantage for you, basically, in this world. Yeah, it's kind of a weird thing about fate is that um, you have some some advantage going on here. So maybe uh, we'll decide kind of what that is in the moment. But you don't sense anything like particularly magical about any of this. It feels you know, pretty mundane. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think anyone's messing around with magic to make this happen, but you know, there's something attracting them here. Or at least maybe 
There was a box of them? Oh god, do they eat these things? Ugh. Uh, they might be a delicacy. Um, Gross. They perhaps didn't kill them properly. <laughs> or at all. Yeah. Uh, maybe they eat them live. Uh, I mean, that seems like a rather dangerous uh, snack. Um, to be honest. Well, people are bizarre. Let's check the room and see if Ezra's around. Here we go. Knocking on the doors. Uh, so the other rooms there, except for the one that you know that Ezra would be in, uh, there's no answer. If you try the door, it's it's unlocked. Uh, they're empty. Uh, you get down to Ezra's room, uh, and if you knock, you don't hear Ezra's voice, but you hear uh, a woman's voice from inside. Yeah, who is it? You okay in there? Oh, yeah, it's fine. Is Ezra out there? Uh, nothing we can we, see. We thought he was in there with you. Oh, no, he went out to clear his mind, get a walk in the fresh air, something like that, early this morning. Uh, I thought he was coming back. Have, have, uh, the door opens, and how would you describe this woman that stands before you? I don't know. I don't want to make the, the, the assumptions. Is uh, it was the, it the, the same? It couldn't be about anybody. It was with Shiva. <laughs> okay, sure. It's a gnomish woman. I don't suppose that you noticed all of the deadly insects flying around here. Oh my goodness, no! There's nothing going on back. Well, you put a sheet up in the hall. That's. I mean, I don't. I don't hate it, but I mean, it could go on the wall, uh, maybe. But well, that's to protect us from the trouted mantis infestation that seems to be going on here. Oh my word, shrouded mantis in my establishment? This is not good. Uh, uh, oh. We'd suggest either staying in your room and keeping the door closed until this is dealt with, or, I mean, you can come with us as we're trying to make our way out. Well, honey, these girls downstairs work for me, and I, I'm kind of responsible for them. So I'm going to have to go out there and, and, and try to help what I can. Uh, all right, well, you'll, at least you know this place better than we do. Uh, maybe you can help us figure out how to get everyone out. Well, I mean, there's a wind. Well, the windows, that's weird. She goes over to the window, uh, which is small, but maybe has, is the right size for, uh, maybe a gnome could maybe squeeze through it. But again, same issue. It's, uh, it's, it's covered in this canvas. material. Well, that's just strange. Yeah. Uh, I think someone, covered the this place to, to keep these bugs in here whether that was oh. in order to kill everyone in here or in order to protect the town I, i'm not sure um you you don't happen to eat these things do you by the way oh my goodness no that would make you terrible sick that, someone's gonna have hell to pay because we <laughs> we got friends in high places let me just tell you so uh we'll get out of this but man i got some people to talk to about this Oh, well, let's uh, let's do first things first and let's get everyone out of here safely. All right. So you guys head back and uh, how are you getting out of here? Do you know, do you know of anything that, that may attract these creatures that maybe you've had delivery of something strange in the past few days or or something? No, I mean, everything's been pretty up and up lately. Nothing much has changed. I mean, citywide, there's going to be a big feast coming up here, but I don't think that probably has a lot to do with it. It's just because of the, you know, the new governor. I mean, well, the prince that's the governor. It's exciting. But 
I, I don't know that it'd be anything to do with that. Uh-huh. Well, mystery aside, let's get out of here, guys. Uh, I peek around the uh, curtain sheet thing. Uh, yeah, so not finding much of anything to stab up here. A lot of the mantises have gone back downstairs. Uh, there's a lot of running around down there. A lot of uh, sounding like people on top of, of tables and uh, general uh, chaos still going on downstairs. Um, can... Mm, no, never mind. I was going to say, can we... Oh, can we... Um get under the sheet and move through the room. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Why is everyone still inside? Uh, that's, that's a very good point. Maybe the whatever material is on the outside of these windows okay. is over the doors as well? Uh, can I yell downstairs? Yeah, absolutely. Ah! Uh, anyone down there can... Are you able to get out the front door? Well, if we were able to get out the front door, we sure as hell not be in here with these damn things. Somebody barred the door. Well, all right, that answers that. Uh, hey, uh, sorry, what was your name? She says to the gnome woman. Oh, my my name, of course, <laughs> is Tinglefoot. Uh, well... Tinglefoot? Of course, that's my performing name. You know how it goes, but you know that's that'll do for you. I'm s- Tinglefoot. Is there a is there a back door here? Is there a secret entrance? That, that... Oh, honey, you don't go into a brothel business and not build a few there secret exits. Go. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was waiting for. Uh, where is the entrance to that that secret exit? Well, we got a few of them. Easiest one probably be over here. And she pushes a little uh, bookcase to the side at the end of the hallway. And it looks like there's a second set of stairs that go down in the back. Come on, girls. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, various uh, ladies of the night come charging up the stairs with a horde of uh, shrouded mantises behind them. Uh, can Mort and I start trying to pick them off? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So I'm going to be using what, my... Pick, pick off the, the bugs or the ladies of the night. <laughs> let's, let's, let's pick off the ladies of the night. So turn into a real Jack the Ripper moment here. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be using my arcane bolt and kind of keep viewing them all. Sure. Uh, how many rolls do I want to give you here? Why don't you just give me three rolls and see what you get there. And then Mort, if you want to give me... I don't know, are you doing double shots around everywhere? Yeah, I might as well. Okay, then go ahead and give me four. Uh, so I got four, nothing, and then five. Oh no, wait, four. Four, nothing, and four. Nope, five. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still getting used okay. to the system because I got, t- I, uh, yeah. All right, why don't we say that that kind of nebulous floating bonus that you had from rolling Arcana so well the last mm-hmm. time kind of kicks into play. And um, these these bolts, like you're just, you're jazzed right now. Like you are amped up mm-hmm. and loaded to bear. And you're blasting with more power than you generally do. And so like when you shoot something, usually it just kind of like 
crumples and and smokes and all this kind of stuff but like you're shooting bolts at things and it's clearing like four of them off of the wall next to somebody like it's just like a sheet of of energy just (laughs) right down the side Lola's muttering under her breath as she's firing these off like leave me behind don't don't fill me in on any master plan I that's cool love it (laughs) that's amazing why have you never used this spell before Slip my mind. <laughs> um, I got uh, two, three, three, and four. Well, these bugs are not the most uh, the most evasive things in the entire world. Uh, so your per- your arrows all find purchase. Pew 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 pew. Are the ladies out now? Uh, yeah, so you guys managed still... to corral them out uh, and, uh, and and slink into this little stairway and the door, I, uh, or bookcase, I guess, be, slides back behind be, you. Before I go down there, I just want to shout down the stairs. Uh, is that anyone else down there? Hello? No. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not here. Uh, Ezra, are you, are you down there? No. Okay. No response. All right. We go through the bookcase. All right. So the bookcase slides in place behind you. You guys go down a little bit and you exit into uh, a building that is adjacent. Uh, It's a nacho establishment. (laughs) Uh, It's it's closed because they don't serve nachos this early. Um, But it looks like they're gearing up. Boy, they got the queso going. It's kind of. It's starting to get ready down here. Uh, but anyway, you guys emerge from uh, yet another strangely placed bookcase in a nacho shop because not a lot of nacho shops are known for having uh, a wide library. Um, but anyway, there was a bookcase in this one that, uh, yeah, you guys emerged from behind. Maybe it's speaking to my Canadianism or Canadian whatever. Uh, but two months ago, I had queso for the first time ever and I asked if there's cheese in it. <laughs> and the answer is yes entirely yes it is in fact cheese <laughs> that's awesome uh yeah so you guys emerge into a uh a, a, a nacho shop adjacent to the buxomy tigress and is like coming in through the windows Oh, yeah, this place is is completely open. Uh, most of the people that are working here are kind of staring out the front window because it looks like there's a crowd going on and they don't really kind of understand what's going on out there. Uh, ladies, maybe you should uh, surreptitiously make your way out and try not to draw attention to yourselves. You know, thanks so much for, for, for raising us out of there. You know, it was really helpful. I liked how you... Smashed all those bugs against the walls, and then you that one over there pin cushioned them. It was pretty great. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna go talk to I'm gonna talk to a few people about whatever this issue is, and I, I assure you, I'm gonna get this solved uh, too sweet because somebody had to have done this. I don't know who's gonna try to attack us, uh, an establishment as revered as we are. We're gonna go to try to find Ezra, but if he checks in, could you just let him know that we're okay and we're looking for him? Oh yeah, that sounds good. Right. Perfect. Thanks. Yeah, I go outside and join the crowd and look at the yeah. the Buxomy Tidrus and see if <laughs> Whoa, I can work out what's, what's going, going on. on in there. Uh, yeah. So as you guys go outside, uh, you notice that um, this this building is largely covered in these huge um, tapestries. 
and um, they are uh, covering every window and the door is uh, barred and nailed shut. Uh, and the tapestries just have in kind of sloppy uh, writing uh, Argent Scythe which is an organization that you guys know about um, and pretty much everybody would know about as uh, a very well-regarded but uh, morally... um, Gotcha. Not morally suspect, but like... like, Okay, so super, super lawful good um, werewolf hunters. Werewolf hunters. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Argent Scythe, what what earth are they doing messing with these mantises? Is is one of the girls a werewolf? I mean, that would make sense then. Do they release plagues of mantisite to kill werewolves? It would be a method of execution. Do, Do I know if these Argent Scythe guys like have some kind of uniform to distinguish them? Um, no, I, I they do not. I saw them. No. You would not You would not necessarily know one if you saw them. Hey, hey, Tingle Toes! I think uh, you got your first lead. What? Argent Scythe? Well, that doesn't make a damn bit of sense. I mean, we don't employ any werewolves to my knowledge. Oh, well, to your knowledge, I- there's the issue. I scan the crowd and see if I can see anyone suspicious looking. Okay, give me a uh, give me a notice. So it's just I don't have any skills in that, so it's just the four, right? Oh yeah, well actually we you you wouldn't because we don't have notice anymore. Yeah. So it would be investigation. Yeah, my bad. That's yeah, an investigation. Again, I don't have any skills in okay. that either. So um, two. Uh, so yeah, so you kind of scan the crowd and as you're looking through, you see a guy whose eyes kind of meet yours and he looks away real quick. Uh, and then, uh, next thing you know, like the, the crowd kind of just shifts and and he's not there anymore. I head towards where he was. Okay. Uh, when you get to the area where he was, yeah, there's, there's no sign of that guy. I jump up and down and look over the crowd. See if I can see anyone scurrying away. Uh, so yeah, a uh, a skeleton is in the streets, jumping up and down around, amongst the crowd. Uh, it's starting to draw a bit of a crowd. Everyone screams and runs away. <laughs> so there's a crowd drawn to a, a secondary crowd. Oh um, uh, yeah, no, you don't see this guy anywhere. More, maybe you and I should. Uh... <laughs> she jerks her head to the side like. Oh uh, yes. Uh... I always forget that not everyone's uh, too keen on us uh, monster types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I slink off as unnoticeably as possible. <laughs> is that even a word? It's not, is it? I sneak away. Okay. Uh. Where to? Um, is there a nearby alleyway? Sure. There's a nearby alleyway. There's always a nearby alleyway. I sneak off down the nearby alleyway. Okay, you're hanging out in an alley now. Uh, Alright, so where do we think that Ezra could have gotten to? 
And then well, she, he said he was going to go get something to eat. Oh, sorry. Oh, you you're, so, you're with us. <laughs> you're, so, you're so short. I, d- I didn't notice you there. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I do that sometimes. Uh, yeah, no, he said he was going to be going down maybe to get something to eat. I don't know what his plan was. He must not have liked what we were serving because, I mean, he could have gone down to the marketplace. They'd be going. I'm actually oh. heading that way myself. Have, have I'm going to the palace. I got, I got some people to talk to. This is ridiculous. Have you got anywhere here that sells uh, super bison? I know he's particularly fond of that. Super bison? Uh, <laughs> no, we don't serve anything like super bison around here. It's a little bit more of a refined palate <laughs> in this uh, this city. You know how it is. Oh, dang, you should try it. That stuff's great. Just don't yeah. eat the gray ones. Yeah, I heard most of those things was riddled with parasites. Only the gray and ones. It can be. All right, uh, do you mind if we tag along? No, that's fine. I'm I'm excited. It's an exciting day for us. I mean, it's going to be big, big things for our, our our establishment. It's unfortunate we have a situation like this happen. I mean, it's just gonna it's gonna hurt business. But I mean, in the big scheme of things, business is going to be booming soon enough. So, you know, what? Why? Well, because of the prince. Like you, are you? Y'all ain't from around here, are no. you? Oh, well, long story short, um, you know the, the crown prince of Denderast? We've mm-hmm. heard of well, you know him, of yes. the crown prince of Denderast. Long story short, it was just recently his birthday. Uh, he was supposed to get some beautiful, exotic ship for his birthday from the king. You don't and say. come to find out, that thing just right. that thing just never showed up. And so the king was kind of off put a little bit about that situation. So he figured, he figured, I got just a solution. My son needs to have some experience with governance. And so as a as a birthday present, he gave him the governorship. Of our fair city. I pull uh, so Nanusha. I pull the the head my the head the hood down around my face a little bit more. <laughs> so I, that's I big news that, for that us. Ship probably had all of the the wine for your festival as well, didn't it? Well, oh, the, the one for his birthday party. Yeah, that's that's yeah. the short and narrow of it. So. But I mean, it's great for us. See, he's one of our, on the down low, I can tell you this because you all helped us out a little bit. He's one of our best customers, oh, if you know what I mean. Gotcha. And so certainly now that he is ruling this place, we are going to be living as thick as thieves, pretty as a pig. And and pigs are sure pretty. Uh, let's go to the market. <laughs> all right. You guys head down to the market. I, I give Mort a sidelong glance like, ah, shit. <laughs> All right, so you guys are on your way into the marketplace. Uh, the marketplace of uh, Nanusha is uh, mostly itinerant. So um, you, you see merchants kind of strewn along the sides of the streets, and everybody kind of operates out of wagons. Some places are, you know, frying up food. Some places have, you know, produce, um, all types of stuff. And uh, but there is one actual building that looks completely different than the rest of them set up in this marketplace. And it is a it is a building that you uh, are very familiar with because it is Boulder Belt's oddities and things. Huh. Did Yanov beat us here? No, he came with us, didn't he? In the wagon. Yes, yeah. yeah. Tried so, to find Yanov, Yanov came with you guys. I guess he decided to make a bit of money while oh, I was good here. for him. Can we go over? Well, if y'all are go- y'all are going to take you in the the market, I'm gonna head up uh, back up to the palace. I got to talk to somebody about this craziness that happened over there at my at my establishment. 
somebody's got hell to pay for yeah, this. So. You see, yeah, as Ezra just, uh, you, you could send him, I, I guess the word, uh, she points over to Yanov's stall. Oh, that place is new. I might have to check that out later today. Yeah, if I see Ezra, I'll send him your way. Well, they do very good uh, frog jerky there if you're into that sort of thing. Oh, all right. That sounds pretty good. All right. Well, I'll, I'll talk to y'all later. Bye, ting- Tinglefoot. Tanglefoot? Tinglefoot. Tinglefoot? Tinkerbell. Uh, uh, she's off in the crowd quite uh, easily blending because she's super tiny. Shall we go and check in on Yanov? He mostly has her around. All right. So you guys head on into Yanov's oddity shop. Is, Did you guys ever go in Yanov's oddity shop before? Yeah, we got that. Oh, yeah, where I guess we you guys were just in there. Bow and stuff from yeah, that's, that's true. Here. Is there a little bell above the door that tingles when we go of through? Of course there is. Good. Of course there is. What type of oddity shop would it be if there wasn't a little bell that tingled when you walked in the door? I like how the action word we're choosing here is tingled. Tinkled, yeah. Well, tinkled sounds like it's peeing on you, so... It jingled. Jingled like sounds good. In, in Yanov's shop, it could very well be something peeing on you yeah. when you walk in the door, though. Yeah, it's possible. Just a little Frankie being yes. a the door. <laughs> Uh, so you guys head on in and it is jam packed in here. Um, it, it, it's doing great business, but I mean, it's, it's a new shop in a marketplace. It's kind of, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things like when you have a, a brand new restaurant open up in town and you try to go there during the lunch hour and it's, uh, boy, the line is, is crazy. So, I mean, people are all, all excited about the various jerky options. It looks like um, there's quite a, a collection of people that are uh, interested in taxidermied animals. Uh, boy, up, down, left, right, every which direction. People it's a, it's a crowd in here. stuck in those stupid finger traps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good uh, uh, on you, Can we Yanov? see Yanov? You see that somewhere? Uh, Yep, yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's pretty easy to miss because he's floating around every which direction on his little jetpack thing, farting one direction and another. Hello, y'all. Oh, hey, 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 guys, hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, how's how's things been going, man? It's crazy in here. Yeah, busy, 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 busy. Looks like you're making a tidy profit. Oh, you know, uh, I mean, I do, I do okay for myself. You know, obviously, we sell everything at discount prices, right? Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I've really raked up the prices on everything. Uh, these guys don't know what's what. Have you uh, seen Ezra at all? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I, I saw him uh, not too long ago, um, pretty early this morning. Uh, he came in, had some jerky, just kind of hanging out a little bit. Um, you know, it's a busy night for me, but uh, I didn't get much sleep. Uh, I don't know. He said he was headed back, though. So is he? Was he not at the at the at the Buxamy Tigress with you guys? He he was. Um, I don't think he got much sleep either, to be honest. Um, ah, oh, wow, wow, wee, wow, really? Okay, okay. Um, yes, there's been some strange going on over there. Um, the Argent, I want to say Argent Dawn. That's not right. That's from a video game. 
silver. Oh, Argent. you must mean the Argent Scythe. Yeah, Argent Scythe. The famed, the famed vampire. I mean, werewolf hunters, not vampires. That would be yeah. the famed yeah, werewolf um, hunters. There's no vampires in uh, Dendrust anymore. Oh, God, yeah. No, yeah. thankfully. Yeah. They were a scourge. God, they would just chop everybody's necks. And, yes. and then all of a sudden there was more can vampires. You, this is a bit, thank thank goodness they were all if, under the if ocean. They were, uh, they're left to run rampant here. Oh, God. I can't even imagine the, the carnage, the bloodshed. The well, anyway, they're safely underwater. It. Thank you. Yes, Thank you yes. to the um, to the brave folks of Cerestia who worked out that accord. Gosh, that was like 10 years in the making. It was amazing that it finally worked out that way. Well, uh, uh, yeah, but anyway, no, Argent Scythe. What, what, what's yeah, going the, on with the, the Argent they, Scythe? They covered the, the Buxmeat Tigress in, in a tent of some kind and then released a plague of um shrouded uh manti uh, well I, I assume it was them that, that did it their symbol why, was all over wait, the, wait, the why tent why would you make that assumption their symbol was all over the tent maybe they would just do that to rescue the town but I, I, I don't I, <laughs> it, it might not have been them but I, I feel like it was, and we're not entirely sure why. Yeah, that's a that's a real pickle. Um, yeah, that, oh, I mean, he, there might have been like a werewolf in there or something. Well, like one of the girls might have a been. A bunch of people died, so we're trying to figure that out. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, if uh, if you guys need anything, let me know. But I'm gonna be. I think pretty busy for a little while here. Uh, whatever you guys would decide you want to pack up and, and head out of town, just to, you know, give me a holler. I've I've made a pretty tidy profit already. I'm thinking, you know, hear me out on this. I'm thinking airship. What do you guys think? Hell no. I think that sounds amazing. But I mean, Lola does have a nope, problem nope, with those nope. things. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, well, um... Well, I mean, we'll, we'll spitball it, um, but uh, transport over to Cerestia would be pretty good. Um, airships are super fast. And, you know, I was just kind of thinking that maybe we could be flying high up in the sky among the clouds. Boy, that'd be, be pretty swell. Sounds amazing. Don't you think yeah, so, well, Lola? Lola's just giving you both a dead-eyed stare. <laughs> All right, I mean, we, we can agree to table it for a, d- a different time. Um, for now, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back to my uh, pedaling my wares, as you know. Well, you know uh, I'm kind of busy here. Since you're, you've got the ear of the town, it seems like, today, if you uh, hear anything about what happened or the urgent sight, maybe just take some notes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. All right, we're going to go hunt down clues. Do, do, do you know which which way Ezra went when he left here, by any chance? Uh, no, nah, I mean, when I was busy packing things and unpacking things, uh, you know, he left and uh, he said he was headed right back to the Buxamy Tigris, so uh, I don't know. Did He doesn't get lost very often, does he? Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's... Hasn't got the greatest sense of direction, but... Uh, uh, I'd more be worried about his attention than necessarily his directional sense. Hmm. 
Well, I mean, there is a pie stand not too far from here. It could have got diverted in there. Oh, oh that's that, where those that's Greg fellas likely, were going. Yes. Yeah, he's almost 100% at the pie stand. Thank you for, for the information, Yanov. Uh, we'll let you oh, get back your to thing. it. All right. And he zips off yeah. away across the store. All right. Where are you going? going to check out the pie stand? All right. Well, as soon as you get outside and you enter about back out into the, the marketplace proper, uh, more, why don't you go ahead and give me a notice? Uh, minus two. Mm, man, it is, it is just, uh, not, um, yeah, nothing, nothing going on. A bunch of people. Boy, it's crowded out here. Uh, so I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know what you're going to notice, but um, I am looking around. I don't know if it, it'll apply to me, but I'm just, I'm looking more for, I, I guess, anything suspicious, people wearing that symbol, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, okay. You want to roll a notice, too? Sure. Mm, uh, so that'd be one. Uh, yeah, so you don't notice anybody wearing that symbol. Um, there are plenty of people that are, um, you know, so it's, it's kind of a motley collection of people. Everybody kind of, um, it's not like a, a one universal uh, mode of uh, apparel around here. Like it is a bustling city with all types of diverse people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, there are a handful of people that look like, you know, they're fairly well armed for being out in a marketplace. There's people that are uh, wearing cloaks, including, I guess, well, I mean, Mort's wearing a mm. cloak. So, I mean, you could take that for what it's worth. But yeah, I mean, it's a really warm day and people have and, you know, you, you see, you know, people that are maybe really heavily dressed for such a warm day or have a cloak on when they don't probably really need one today. Uh, um, and there's just kind of a handful of people kind of scattered throughout the crowd. So I'll just point those people out to more to keep an eye on as well. Okay. All right. Well, uh, so Lola points a, a handful of people out to you and one of them uh, kind of catches your eye in particular because you recognize that guy as the dude that kind of vanished off into the, uh, into the crowd outside of the Buxby Tigress when you met his eyes earlier. Hey, hey, Lola, uh, Lola, you, you see that guy over there? No, no, don't, don't look. Just, just say that you see him. Uh, don't look at him. Uh, I, okay. Well, I saw him earlier. He looked very suspicious. And as soon as he saw me looking at him, he ran away. I think he may be up to no good. Well, I mean, uh, that's as good a lead as we've got right now. So, I mean, I'm willing to to tail him if you want. Let's, uh... uh why don't you guys give me one more notice now that you're looking at, at this guy in particular? No, Let's see if you notice anything strange about him. Uh, what? Okay. We're very definitely not looking at him. I just rolled the exact same right. roll. It, the same numbers and everything that I rolled before. Uh... Minus one. One. Okay. Uh, all right. So Lola, you notice that. Uh, so just to give a basic description of this dude, he's uh, I mean, he's outfitted in like studded leather. Like he's he's pretty well armored um, and he's got um, like a big 
like a hand axe kind of in his belt to his side. Um, and he's got a really long braided uh, red beard. Uh, he's not a dwarf. He's a average size kind of person. So he looks like he might be human. His cloak is up. You'll notice that his his eyes are dark, but like the around his eyes, he's like his his got like black makeup on basically to kind of like give that uh, like gothy dark look to his eyes and he does have like a face tattoo that goes um across the middle of his forehead and down his cheeks um but the thing that sticks out to you i guess most is that on his hand axe that is in his belt there is a rim of uh silver very shiny silver around uh the blade of it or the i guess what is it on an axe it's a I don't know what they call it, like the the head. Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, if he's not a member of the Argent side, I don't know what one looks like. And can we surreptitiously start to tail him? Yeah, so that's going to be a thievery. Oh wait, no, I have that. You have wait. yeah, you have a plus yes. one to that. Um, I Ooh. have bluff. Could I use bluff? to sort of like walk sort of near him but pretend I'm like not going towards him or just happen to be walking in that direction. I love it. Absolutely. I got three. I got one. Okay. Uh, well, Mort doesn't go unnoticed, but he doesn't, uh, but like he's kind of like, you're kind of turned in a way that like he can't really pick you out. I mean, like if, if he got a good look at you, I mean, you're probably the only skeleton walking mm-hmm. around in this marketplace. So you're not exactly inconspicuous, um, but you're kind of checking out vendors near him and you're just kind of popping from one stall to the next. And meanwhile, Lola has kind of just whooshed and blended into the crowd uh, and is stalking this guy down. Uh, you just kind of following him, seeing where he's going. Um, he walks kind of towards uh, the eastern edge of the marketplace and then uh, quickly turns down an alleyway uh, at the edge of the market. Uh, well, I, I want to keep following where he's going, so. Yeah, and I'll follow Lola, like, keeping a few people between us. Yeah, so as you guys get to the edge of this uh, of this alleyway and kind of look down, he's, I mean, it's a pretty decent length alleyway that he's walking down, and it looks like he's going uh, a significant distance down there. It's an empty alleyway, um, but the buildings are kind of tightly uh, close. They're, they're closer together. There's clothing lines being hung through there, crisscrossing through. Um, so as the wind kind of blows through, it kind of obscures and then reveals him further down the path. Um, but he is not looking back at all, um, but there's nobody else in there for you to kind of blend in Can with. Can I use my uh, prestidigitation to make everything just a little bit more like dark? So we have a better chance of hiding in the shadows behind him? Probably not. I don't think prestidigitation would do that as much. Um, Are the buildings close enough that we could go along the roofs of the buildings and follow him? Like um, Assassin's yes. Creed style. You, you could. And uh, yeah, so I mean, it's like it, the, the building that you are right at right now has uh, like a kind of a terrace situation going on along the side of it. So, I mean, you, you guys could get up there fairly easily, I think. I mean, you just have to probably give me some sort of roll to climb up. I'm good. 
<laughs> uh, <laughs> she I, says I that she that. keeps walking down the alley. <laughs> I will climb up on the roof. I've got uh, right. athletics. Yeah, give me an athletics. Athletics or acrobatics, or either one. Lola's feeling pretty confident uh, about about her thievery role. <laughs> All right, yeah, it's 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 no uh, difficulty at all. You're, I mean, fairly light because you don't have a lot of muscle, mm-hmm. you know, all bones, and uh, so yeah, you you get right up the side of this terrace. You're up onto the rooftops, yeah, uh, and they of- are they are really they are really close together. I mean, the the width of this alleyway that you're in right now, um, it's gosh, probably like five feet across. These buildings are in like unbelievably close together. Um, and so it's not anything for you to kind of trail along from the roofs. Yeah. So I kind of like hunker down and scurry along the tops, like shadowing them. Alrighty. And Lola, you're just following on foot in the alleyway. Okay. All right. Well, he keeps going down uh, the alleyway for a little while. And then eventually he gets to uh, a doorway uh, in in one of the buildings and he knocks three times. Uh, The doorway opens up. He slips in and he is out of your sight. All right. uh, I'll get to the end of the alleyway waiting for more. Is there anything interesting about the building or is it just a nondescript building? It's not like a shop uh, or a storefront or something. Or. No, it is. It is fairly nondescript. There's a. I mean, there's a big sign on it that says Argent Scythe, but other than ah. that, no, it's uh, <laughs> there. There isn't a big sign, but no, it's a nondescript. Uh, I mean, these. So most of the buildings in this area are fairly nondescript, except for any place that is uh, like a place of business will have some some sort of signage out front. But most of these buildings look the same. Um, I'm gonna. Finally, I can use my magic. I'm going to send a message to Mort. Um, Just saying, meet me at the end of the the alley. I think that I've got the pass knock. I got like five. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You can... Yeah, you get... So you don't even have to roll for those because you just use fate points to send messages. And you won't... So just take a faint point away. You only have two now, but they'll refresh next time we play. So cool. You get this message in your head. Um, Just for funsies, you can respond if you'd like to. I just scramble down to to meet her. Okay. Like, uh, I mean, you might know the knock, but are you sure that they're not going to look at you and say, hey, you're not one of us? Uh, Can we get our hands on some silver weapons? Um, I mean, Yanov may have some, I suppose. I mean, they they may realize that they don't have a harpy and a skeleton in their crew. Uh, we can get masks. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I suppose we could try that. Well, I mean, at least, um, uh, we, hey... Maybe we could get a uh, talk to Tinglefoot. Mm. There might be a better a better means of getting somewhere in the, someone in there. I mean, this was her establishment and her girls, so maybe we you know leave it up to her to tell us how to move forward. Yeah, I I mean I think she's got. The vested interest in uh, seeing seeing this through. 
Um, before we go, I just want to have a quick peek through a window, see if I can see anything. Uh, so the windows are, are too high in this place to really look in. Um, but I mean, if you wanted to try to climb up uh, the terrace on this building, maybe you could yeah. get in there. Okay. Uh, minus two. All right. Uh, so you climb up the terrace on the side of this building and you kind of get up there to the window and you peek in. And uh, what you see is uh, a bunch of people, uh, all fairly large, brawny building built dudes. Uh, they're sitting around a, a fairly large table that has uh, like silver filigree on on the corners. And they all have weapons that are shimmering in the uh, in the candlelight, basically. Uh, and they're all kind of hunkered together. Um, they've got papers out. They've got maps out. They've got uh, just a general prototypical planning session going on. Uh, and so you kind of lean your uh, well, your spectral ear close to the window to try to pick up any uh, sounds of conversation from inside. And uh, the terrace you're standing on is not super strong. Uh, this is an older building that has rotted through a little bit on the terrace, uh, and the terrace cracks and you fall uh, not too awful far, eight feet on your butt, but it's a pretty noticeable sound. Run, Lola, run! Yeah, she takes off. Uh, well, takes off after. All right, and as you guys run off down the alleyway, there are six hooligan-looking gentlemen with long beards and septum piercings charging after you. Stop right there! You know, there's been a lot of instances over the course of, of the last, uh, well, I don't know, 30 some odd times that we've been together where, you know, after the show, people would come up and they would say, I don't, I don't really know if these people are heroes, you know? You know, I know the story eventually gets to a point where heroism occurs, you know, but, but by and large, these, these, these folks don't sound like any heroes I know. You know, and recently we've told plenty of stories that, that maybe would lead you in that direction. And t- tonight's, perhaps, would be the most damning of all, you know, because uh, I cannot help but point out the fact that uh, in their, their fast exit from the Buxamy Tigress, no one at all bothered to look for poor Jasper and tell him that maybe there were shrouded mantises flying all about the place looking to inject him with venom. Now, as it turns out, I wasn't there at the time and it was actually quite lucky for me, but I could have been downstairs. I could have been downstairs with a, with a mantis eating my eyeballs, you know? They didn't know. They didn't bother to come find me, right? I mean, this is the type of thing that you really have to you have to understand about the group is that, you know, they showed love in a very specific way. And oftentimes it was by making fun of you or pretending that they didn't like your stories or leaving you to die in a mantis infested whorehouse somewhere. And so, you know, it don't, don't take it to mean that they didn't care about old Jasper. They just had a different way of showing it, you know. Uh, and, and trust me when I tell you that eventually, eventually, heroism does win out, even in this part of the story. It's very difficult to be a hero, you know. You know, everybody thinks it's just, you know, stand up and be brave and do the right thing, you know. <laughs> that doesn't last you very long in this game, buddy, okay? You got to sometimes be hard as nails, you know, like old Jasper here. It'll be tough, right? And, um... 
And if you're not tough, you're not going to make it very long. You're going to spend every night, you know, sitting up late at night drinking whiskey and lamenting about the fact that your friends left you to die in a whorehouse infested by mantises. And I don't want that for any of you. Sounds like a terrible life. Well, I'll see you all here next time for the continuation of our tale where you'll actually find out what happened with Ezra. And me, you know, for anyone that might be worried. So, I mean, we'll, we'll be in the scene right after this part, basically. Uh, but, a cliffhanger. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyway, do, do tip your Minotaur bartender and I will see all of you next time here at the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. potatoes didn't get enough monstrous action on this episode of brute force well then check out these other geekly ink shows including drunks and dragons casts of thrones cthulhu and friends transformation sequence podcast and your wizardary if you've liked what you've heard so far then please consider donating to our patreon campaign at patreon.com slash brute force so that this band of misfits and weirdos can continue to deliver the content that you enjoy also don't forget to make your way over to iTunes to leave us a five-star rating and review. Reviews are like shiny things, and that makes Lola happy. New episodes come out every other Tuesday, so go subscribe, grab your gear, and get ready to go adventuring with Brute Force.